Hello and welcome to Motherhood Interrupted. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, I just came out of one of the most deeply spiritual and heavy experiences I've had in a while. It actually feels like a shock to my system. So I'm going to share with you and rewind for just a minute. A new friend of mine named Jen Principe and I, we met at a lunch a couple weeks ago. And to be frank, she looks kind of like she would just be like a, some kind of stunning real housewife because she's just that breathtakingly beautiful. And the more I spoke to her, the more I realized who she really is. And she had so much depth and character and we had the most incredible conversation as I was telling her about my podcast and telling her about my struggles of kind of losing my identity and motherhood and staying home. And she started to open up and share that she works and she doesn't need to work, but she works. She's privileged, um, you know, but she is in her 50s. And that she shared that she recently published a book and it's called A Common Thread. And it's available on Audible, which is the Amazon reading app. So you can purchase the book on Amazon, but you could also just listen to it. And one of her friends said, oh, I like the version where you're reading it. So I promptly left that lunch after the most incredible conversation with this group of women and downloaded the book. And I've been listening to it. And I just got done with chapter three. And it is the most breathtaking experience I've ever had listening to this. So I'm sharing this with you because I actually would love for you guys to listen to her story and to listen to her. So I'm going to ask if I can have her on. But if you're looking for a really great book, I would definitely say A Common Thread is so incredible. Again, I'm only on chapter three. I still thankfully have five more hours of listening time. And she always says that the, her two guiding principles are the two Fs, faith and fashion. I just wanted to share that because she goes into, so she's Jewish. She came from a long lineage of rabbis and she's also a stylist to celebrities, high-end professionals. So she's this really interesting mix between, I guess as she says, faith and fashion, but this kind of deeply spiritual world and fashion and reconciling like how much can we define ourselves define ourselves by material things and how much is more on a spiritual level and anyway it's a really great book I have to tell you guys like it's captivating and specifically I wanted to highlight that chapter three talks about this encounter she had she and her sons had with a holocaust survivor and it literally you guys I was just sitting there crying because it was so powerful so beautiful not just sad but going back to this notion of anti-semitism being on the rise and me feeling like I need to use my voice as a Jewish podcaster again I'm not even I don't consider myself even super religious but look I still am Jewish and so it's just one of those things that I feel like if you don't have any experience with any encounter from a holocaust survivor you should listen to this book just because it's fun it's interesting it's totally entertaining but there's parts that are so deeply moving that will really 
push boundaries and really enlighten you in so many ways. So that's what I'm going to say about my friend Jen. I really would like to have her on. And again, the book name is A Common Thread by Jen Principi. And she is as beautiful outside as she is inside. And she has quite the story. So do not miss that, guys. Yeah, definitely check that one out. Okay, I'm going to now switch gears and share that for those of you that have not seen We Went to Mammoth, which I feel like is kind of basic, but why did it feel like such a big deal? I think it's because it's our first trip as a family of five and there was some other background information about my mom coming with us and she hasn't left her house since the pandemic. So it was a huge deal. We were originally going to bring our nanny, our new nanny, and I was very anxious and she was willing to come, but we just kind of started this new nanny. So I was sort of like mixed about it, but we needed a way to make sure that London had a place to, you know, that someone could watch our baby while we supported the kids and their new adventure, their new venture of skiing. And the kids, frankly, are super attached to me. So I just knew that I needed to be with them. So long story short my mom kind of last minute was like okay i'll go with you to mammoth and i was like flabbergasted and so was my sister because we've been asking her for literally like a good year year and a half to like go to san diego with us go do this thing with us go to santa barbara and she's just not felt comfortable until now so it, it was a huge deal and um oh, baby london is waking up baby london by the way her naps are side note are amazing she finally hit her stride Okay, so anyway, what we did for Mammoth, this is what I'm gonna give you is some tips. So I'll tell you about our Mammoth trip, but I'll also give you some tips on how to do a ski trip with a young family. So basically, there's a couple of things that I thought were huge wins. And we originally booked Mammoth because it was Brian's birthday coming up and he gets busy at the delis around Thanksgiving. So his birthday was a couple of days before Thanksgiving. So yeah, so basically we pulled this, the kids out of school a day early on that Friday and I had rented a Suburban because I knew that we were going to need, I knew we were going to need more space. We have three real cars, but they're not like, they're like mid-sized cars. So Brian thought I was crazy and that it was unnecessary. And my mom was like, I want to drive separately because I just want to be Zen and enjoy the drive without the chaos of the kids. And I was like, you know, I respect that. My mom's super independent. If you're wondering where I get it from, definitely from her. So my mom is trailing behind us and we get this huge Suburban. We move all the car seats. It's super expensive, by the way, to rent a car. So like, we're kind of like, okay, this better be worth it. So anyway, the drive up there, all three kids were in the middle row. And then the last row we had used for storage. And poor Charlotte, she was such a star. She totally took care of London when London was fussing. And I'd be like, okay, give her a bottle. Give her a Duda, which is a pacifier in our family. And like Charlotte would just like totally rise to the occasion and totally help us out with London. But on the way back, I did switch it up and I did end up throwing down the last like or basically using the third row for me in London so anyway so what we did that I thought was a huge win besides renting the car was we stayed at the Mammoth Mountain Inn and why that was so genius is because we basically had all of our rentals and all everything that we needed was already 
picked out and ready for us. They had all of our sizes. And so we were staying across from the main mountain. So the Mammoth Mountain Inn is like a condo setup. So it fits 11 people. We had three adults, three kids. And it was a double master. And then Carter and Charlotte each had their own queen bed. It was so awesome. It was so good. There was three bed, sorry, there was three bathrooms. So kids had their own bathroom. My mom had hers and we had ours. And it was just, it took out all of the logistics around like carrying your ski equipment, having to like hop on a bus, get in a car, lose your parking space, all this stuff. And it was just so easy. So it wasn't like the most fancy of places, but it definitely was not bad. Like it was great, but it wasn't like, oh my God, we're staying at the Four Seasons. Like it was not a bougie, by any means a bougie experience, but it was so good logistically. Just having the convenience of waking up and being at the main mountain and then walking right to the main lodge, which is like literally across the street or not even a street. You just like walk across to the next building and all of your ski rentals are there. They give you a locker and it just it was great so then we did a family lesson and we did a family lesson two days in a row because Brian and I we haven't skied since I was pregnant since before I was pregnant with Carter so that's now eight years Carter's almost seven years old and I think I'm pregnant a year before that so we had not skied in since we had kids so him and I felt like you know what we're not equipped to teach our kids how to ski and it's good for us to get a refresher course so let's just lean into this and as soon as we met the instructors we're like the kids have never skied before you know let's just gear it towards them don't worry about me and Brian we'll kind of follow along and catch on but like start at the way beginning like don't even and they were like okay great so we did two ski lessons three hours a piece now apparently with the altitude the kids or people don't feel as hungry the instructor was saying so our kids had not eaten enough particularly Carter so I will say that a three-hour lesson without a snack ended up being a huge fail so she said make sure that your kids have like hearty snacks so we kind of adjusted for the next couple days and that really helped but yeah we did a three-hour lesson we were all together and kind of with by the second day Brian and I were ready to go we were ready to go down the mountain and go on the gondola but anyway, so that was really awesome. By day two, they were going down the mountain. And by day three, they went down again. And Carter, because he had melt, melted down one of the days, like he really ended on a high note. Okay, we'll just say that. So it was really, really successful. The kids were skiing by the end of it. Brian and I were not stressed out and we were able to take them. And um, so that was a huge win. Like all of the ski parts of it were awesome. Now here's where some shit went crazy. So, I don't know how, when, where, or why, but I feel like maybe there should be like a hypnotist involved here, but apparently like I'm afraid of heights and I didn't, I, it just, I kind of knew this in the back of my mind, but it, I, I basically had a panic attack. So what happened was we go on the gondola and we go to like, there's like two stops for the gondola. It's like one stop is halfway up the mountain and there's like a restaurant and like you can hang out. And then you can go to the way top of the mountain, which is like another six or seven minutes. And it's like very narrow. I'm like sweating just thinking about it as we're talking now and imagining it because I'm like actually having like, yeah, a reaction. But I kind of in the back of my mind was like, okay, I'm not thrilled about this gondola thing, but like I can, I'll make it, I'll make it happen because I can't, I didn't want like my, my issues to 
make like to force my kids to miss out right so I'm like okay we're gonna be fine I was wait I was wearing the baby on me with like a baby carrier and we all go up and we make it to the mid mountain and I'm not like totally comfortable but I'm not panicking and then everybody starts saying oh we want to go to the top of the mountain and I'm like thinking oh there's no way there's just no, no no this is this is already I've pushed myself enough like this is good but then I'm thinking I need to face my fears. I I need to face my fears and I can only do that by doing. And so I'm not gonna sit here with my children and make them miss out on this opportunity. And I'm definitely not gonna project my fear of heights on them because Carter already has kind of like a penchant for a fear of heights. And I did not project that on him. He separately has that issue and didn't even know anything about the fact that I actually have a fear of heights. So I'm like, thinking about it as we're like midway through the mountain we're like we're sitting there at the midpoint and we're enjoying the mountain and we're watching all the skiers and snowboarders by the restaurant and like we're sitting on the slopes it's so beautiful by the way it's the perfect weather it had dumped snow but then it wasn't snowing so like we didn't have to battle the weather itself it was just perfect and it was really cold so the snow was really good for like skiing and snowboarding Okay, so anyway, it's like all happy, happy. And then comes time to make a decision if we're gonna continue up the mountain and like go for the rest of it. And I'm like thinking, fuck it. Like I'm just, I'm gonna, we're doing this. We're, I'm not gonna like bitch out and like whatever. Like I'm fine, you know? So I see the sign as we're walking onto the gondola again. And it says like, do not enter double black diamond only, like experts only. And like all these like caution beware, like don't get on the gondola if you can't get your ass down. And I'm thinking, oh fuck. So I proceed and I go on and I'm thinking it's going to be fine. I, we get on the gondola again, we go up and again, the weather was like fine. Okay. So it's not like it was even like windy or like moving us or anything, but I, you guys, I don't know why or how, and this was, I swear to God, it was not conscious. It's not to be dramatic. Like, I don't know what happened, but I fucking freaked out I freaked the fuck out like pardon my French it doesn't sound nice I know but I have no other way to say it I I I was having a panic attack and by the way I've never ever had a panic attack and when people say panic attack I think it's like someone's like bizarre way of getting attention I'm just being honest okay so I've never experienced anything like this ever not even close I just started to feel like it was the most scary dangerous experience and I was starting to like hyperventilate but I was trying to like keep it very together because I have the kids and so I just got really quiet and so like I wasn't like causing a scene I don't think at least I was really trying not to because I have Carter Charlotte Brian and my mom and the baby and I just look at my mom and I'm like this was a terrible idea I should have never done this And she's like looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like my mom is like the most like, shut the hell up and like, just just do it. Just be quiet. Like stop. Don't be dramatic. Like she, there's no, like we call her Mrs. Goldstein for a reason. Okay. She's no nonsense. So she's looking at me like, girl, what's wrong with you? Get your shit together. And you guys, I just, I don't even have words. I started to literally have the biggest, it was just fear and like, I could see how high up we were in the background and I was trying not to look. And then Carter was like, oh my God, we're so high up. And like started making all these comments and making it so much worse. And I'm like thinking, shut up, Carter. And he's like, oh, I hope we don't fall. And like all this stuff and like making it so much worse. And I just lost it. And then, so I was losing it, but I did, I wasn't screaming or crying. Like I I wanted to literally like 
die. I just don't even, I, I just wanted to wish myself out of that position. It was, I don't even have words for what it was, but it was a nightmare. It felt like I was in a dream that was an actual nightmare. And just that feeling of being so, so out of control. And anyway, so we get to the top and like I see Charlotte. So the top is like this, a small top of a mountain. It wasn't like as big and wide as like the midpoint. And like that freaked me out and it was incredibly freezing. And we get, so we like get to this top and we're like at the top of the mountain and it feels like you're at the top of the mountain. Like there's not that much room. And I'm thinking, oh my God, any one of us can like slide right off of this. And Charlotte and Carter had these like Amazon boots that apparently were not, didn't have enough grip. So Charlotte starts sliding around and Brian's like, come on kids, come on, let's take a picture. I'm like, Brian, no. And I start like freaking out and like telling him no. And he's like looking at me and my mom's like, everyone's looking at me. The kids start crying. Like everybody's like, I just started upsetting everyone because I was in full, I was in a full blown panic mode. I was panicking, thinking Brian's going to take my kids too close to the edge and they're going to fall off. Like London wakes up and it's freezing. It's freezing. And she wakes up to like being on the top of this fucking mountain and she starts crying because she's so damn cold now. And like it was, you guys, it was a scene. And so Brian and I are like screaming at each other on top of the mountain. And then finally I go back towards the gondolas. And then finally we're like, okay, let's get one picture at the top. But we were like in the covered part, like basically not the the picturesque perfect part. And anyway, it was just like not a high moment for me at all. And my mom and Brian are like, you're upsetting the kids, which is like obviously the last thing you want to be doing when you're a parent. And so it was like, shame and just I just needed to leave there so I did feel much better when we were out of the gondola for a second but then as soon as I saw the mountain it just triggered me even more so then we went down and I went down backwards and it was much easier I'll say going down although I was still in panic I was still struggling quite a bit um so anyway that was our big drama with the gondola and then I ended up telling Brian like I really could have used support where you were like telling me like it's okay and that like I don't know doing something more nurturing I felt like he was just like not supportive because he couldn't understand like nobody there had any kind of sympathy or empathy whatsoever and I wasn't looking for any it's just that is really probably what I needed and I wasn't getting any but I wasn't looking for it because I was too busy freaking out so anyway it was not that was our low of the whole trip I'd say and of course it was my fault so um Yeah, and then we met my friend Jen and then her friend Gina, which was a huge high, and that was awesome. Okay, so anyway, yes, we meet up with my friend Jen and her friend Gina, who knows Mammoth like the back of her hand, and we have lunch, and there's all these kids that are kind of the same age, so I would say definitely a huge win if you can get friends that have kids the same age as your kids, like... It was awesome. The kids were having snowball fights outside and they were having the best time together. We didn't have to entertain them. And we got to drink and hang out and chat and like, it was awesome. So it was great getting to hang out with them. And then, oh, one night, so Brian and I decided we were gonna go out into town and do a birthday dinner, just me and him. And so my mom watched the kids win and we went to a place called mogul in mammoth and i had surf and turf we had wine we had the best button mushrooms ever that my mom tried when we brought some home and then her and i've been making the recipe it is so good if you guys are looking for a good very simple very delicious 
mushroom recipe, here, here it is. Okay, you get button mushrooms. You put fresh garlic. I think we use two cloves, butter, garlic salt, and white wine. And we just did it to taste. So yeah, the best little recipe. So easy, so delicious, so great with another glass of white wine. And um, yeah, okay, so basically there were a lot of wins on the trip, I would say I got my mom and I these amazing boots from Columbia brand that were amazing and they're not super heavy so they're lightweight boots that can withstand negative 25 degree weather and they're snowproof so those were amazing actually I'll link this on my Instagram um, through my Amazon account and we got the most amazing ski socks that are like thin and lightweight so that was amazing we had the best thermals like I just got such good gear I'd say overall the only things I got that I did not like were the kids ski boots I thought they were fine but when it came down to like them really not slipping like when we were at the top of the mountain like they did not withstand that so I would say those boots were kind of like very average but I would not recommend them but if you guys want I can definitely post all the different gear we got but we all were wearing thermals and I just got everything off Amazon and loved it so so the gear we got was a win renting a car was a win having my mom there was a win having a condo and the logistics that i talked about those were all wins the other thing that i think we did well that worked out really well was we actually went before thanksgiving and it was so great because we got back two days before thanksgiving so like we had time to unpack unwind get ready for thanksgiving and sleep in and recover from our trip all before like way before our kids have to go back. So I have to say traveling like right before a holiday, I gotta say was awesome. The only thing that was not good about that, particularly for Mammoth, was that not all of the restaurants, not everything was open yet because everything officially opens the day after Thanksgiving. So those were kind of, that was kind of a bummer. We were supposed to go sledding and we couldn't because the Woolies Park, there was like a sled park there was not open yet. Um, ice skating rink was not open yet and then like one restaurant so anyway it was an awesome trip I would also say on the way back we stopped at Schatz bakery and apparently the bakery has brothers that got into a fight so there's another Schatz bakery at Mammoth but everyone stops at the one in Bishop which is at the bottom of the hill and it's um, like 45 minutes away from mammoth proper or whatever and that was incredible they have the best baked goods and we were able to order like delicious sandwiches and just the bread was incredibly fresh brian like i turn around and he's literally holding three huge bags of like groceries from the bakery he's like oh what my dad loves this place and like meanwhile we had cookies we had all these loaves of like shepherd's bread and all these kinds of things it was wild but it was delicious so that was amazing. We had the best trip to Mammoth. It was a huge success. Although I will say five hours in the car is a long time, guys. It's a long time. Maybe I would consider flying, but I'm not sure because it's it's hard when you have kids, you know, car seats and the like and getting from the airport to your final destination is a whole thing. So I don't really know. And then I also made our turkey for the first time and so that was a win i had never had a chance to do it and my mother-in-law had broken her two fingers so she came and oversaw everything and she brought all the ingredients all the recipes and me and jessica my sister-in-law cooked everything 
but me and my mother-in-law did the turkey. So she basically told me what to do and brought everything and I did it and it was such a great experience. I felt like I was really adulting. I'm no longer intimidated. And the big thing she did that really made it easy was that she went to a butcher. She's kosher, so she went to a kosher butcher. So there was no like gizzards or any of that crazy stuff. It was all perfectly ready to go. And it all turned out really well. And Brian did the carving. We just had such a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm so grateful that everybody in our family's healthy and happy. And I hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving. I know the holidays can be really dark and hard. And especially if you've lost somebody or someone's going through something hard or you've been through something tough, like I know that it brings up a lot of feelings for people. But if you were one of the lucky ones and you really got to enjoy it, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hoping you were able to enjoy it. I'm happy if you were able to enjoy it. And the last thing we did that was new this year was we got a massive menorah and put a bunch of lights on my house because I'm trying to celebrate Hanukkah and do the most for the kids so that they're excited. And so that was a big change and another kind of buzz of excitement around our house and just really leaning into the holidays in a way I hadn't before. Because I just feel like, you know, when you have young kids, they really, it means a lot to them and it's forming their childhood memories. So we got an amazing LED menorah and uh, we got it off Amazon. If you want me to post it, I can. And it was a little bit of a journey to find it, but we got it, it's great. And I do recommend it if you're looking for like, it's like a four foot menorah LED, so it's nice and safe too. So yeah, that's what's been going on here, you guys. You know, I'm excited to continue our conversations. I'm still mulling a lot of different topics for us. I think it's hard because on one hand, I like to do fun, entertaining episodes. And then I also like to do more like, deeper kind of discussions. So I think it's fair to say that you'll definitely be getting a variety of kind of some are more deep episodes. I, I wanna talk about the power of using your voice. I think that's really hard to do sometimes. And so just look for some of those more thoughtful episodes. And then of course you have ones like this where it's a little bit more entertaining kind of life update hopefully you're taking something from it and I just love podcasting and talking to you guys and I love all of our back chats there's so many chats that happen offline after the podcast and it's just like the most fun and um, again thank you to Allie Gabler for coming on we had the most fun with her what an incredible story she shared again Renee Reinardson that came on had 19 rounds of IVF if you guys didn't catch that one I did the replay of it that was a crazy episode so amazing and she had a, a sperm donor so I'm having a lot of conversations with you guys about these episodes offline so keep them coming thanks for all your feedback thank you guys for listening and please rate the podcast five stars and follow share the episodes that you love and I'll talk to you guys soon all right that is it for today now as you know some of our best conversations actually happen after the show so i want you to find me on instagram at kimberly lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show you can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at kimberly lovey and we can share it on our stories i will see you again same time same place next week <laughs>